Welcome to Direct Line with Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Direct Line, religious topics without preaching. Mixing politics and religion and not shying away from controversy. You're not going to find all your answers, but you will always find an opinion. This is Direct Line. And now your hosts, Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Well, good morning. Welcome to Direct Line. It's Thursday, October 27. Greg Taylor, Stephanie Spangler. Steph, I've been gone a lot Welcome lately. Back. It's good to be back. You get, you're just a world traveler. I mean, How are you feeling? You've led two out of the last three shows uh, in the captain's well, chair. Well, you haven't fired me yet. So I know. I are I you enjoying okay. it? Yeah, we I might have to do it. more of this yeah, moving forward. It's not quite as deep as the topics you well, bring I to the table. Say that. <laughs> I heard you guys uh, delved into some uh, deep territory I thought last we week. Yeah. Well, we are blessed today to have one of my best friends back yeah. in studio with us. Wayne Kent made the drive from Decatur. How far is it to be here? Uh, hour and a half? Yeah, it's an hour and a half because we've moved recently to the southern part of right. Mount Zion. Little Decatur. Mount Zion action. So we're we're down south of Decatur now. So okay. it takes it takes almost as long to get to the freeway. It seems. Yes, as it does yes, to get here. yes. It's a long way. We used to live in Forsyth, which is on the freeway, but not anymore. But I got to tell you, on the freeway, they finally repaired that patch of interstate. From Cisco to Argena. I mean, you drive that and you thought you were in a third world country. <laughs> That's right. And it's finally been repaired and it's, it's nice. It's lovely. Isn't it it's nice? Lovely, yes. Yeah. I drove that yesterday is, yes. and was pleasantly surprised. So but, it's good it's good to be here, man. Well, we Stephanie, got a lot that uh, we want to talk about. You recently did a hike on the, the Camino in Spain. We'll get to that. You've been back to Poland. We want to get to that. But I want to start, Steph, by a couple things that are happening in our world mm-hmm. that I think are pretty significant. Mm-hmm. We've got a big day Sunday. Mm-hmm. Talk about Sunday afternoon at Second Church. Well, I think it's all hands on deck. We're getting ready for our fall fest. Hopefully it'll be nice weather and we'll be outside. Hay yeah. rides. You know, bonfires, all kinds of inflatables. So someone asked me, is it a Halloween party? I'm going to let you answer that. Uh, it's an alternative, I think. Okay. Uh, it's. I mean, of course, there'll be candy. There'll yeah. be games and hot dogs and popcorn so is and all it that a kind of stuff. But Nawala party? A what? Nawala. You know What's what Nawala is? Halloween spelled backwards. Oh. You've never heard that, never have you? That's heard pretty of that. cheesy, That's pretty good. It? We'll just call it the Fall Fest. You should talk to Kenna and Jake. Maybe they want to call it that next year. Yeah, no, but, probably not. Uh, four, Let's go with I think Fall it's, Fest. Uh, four to six. Four to six. Yeah. So um, bring your kids out. Families come together, get dressed up. And... Now, I looked at my weather, and it mm-hmm. said there might be some rain. What happens right. if it's raining? I think it it moves inside. Okay. So well, that's great stuff. It's going to happen no matter what the weather is. And then the other thing I want to talk about real quickly, Wayne, I steal from you all the time. I stole the name of the show. Oh my. I stole the idea behind this show. Right. And I have stolen one more thing from you and your church. Our buddy, Dr. Jody Owens from hmm. Johnson University, is yes. going to be with us in two weeks, really? and he's going to do some Friday night, Saturday morning teaching like oh. he did with you, and we stole the name of the event, Old Testament University. I want you to give a preview of what our people can expect. This isn't just for Second Church. This is for mm-hmm. anybody, but you had Old Testament University, what, about a year ago, year and a half ago, yeah, something like it was that? the end of summer. Yeah. Maybe last 2021, year. 2021, yeah. Talk a little bit about that. So Jody uh, is a guy who has a PhD of some sort in, um, I don't know, in biblical literature. Right. And his specialty is Old Testament. And you go, oh, that's a long time ago. That's, you know, right. we're talking 3,000 years ago. It is phenomenal. Yeah. He has this, this incredible, uncanny ability to take Old Testament history and Old Testament stories and really bring them into into our present world and right. make them. This is why this particular story has an influence on your life today, right. and it is really powerful stuff. He, yeah. 
you sit there sort of enthralled and go, how can I never? How come I never saw that in yeah. this story in the past? So yeah. I would suggest if it's a Friday Saturday event, set the time aside, yep. make it happen. Step in when you can, step out if you can't, if you have to step away for whatever. Yeah. But it is worth your while. Absolutely. Steph, you know Jody. What would you say? I would agree. You kind of sit there going, oh my gosh, I've heard this story. I've read this story, but it didn't mean as much to me as he, he brings it to life. So yeah, right. um, it's a free event, right? It is. No cost. We're right. going to have one session Friday night mm-hmm. starting at 6.30 mm-hmm. p.m. He'll teach for maybe an hour and a half, mm-hmm. and then we'll come back Saturday morning, 8.30 to 11.30, and he's going to teach two different sessions so when i hear old testament university i think is he going to cover the entire old testament or not the the focus with us is going to be you know we always hear about the law Mm -hmm. paul talks about the law jesus talked about the law he's going to talk about the law and how it always pointed to jesus Jesus. it was always moving us toward jesus very cool um he he is one of a kind in a lot of ways yeah he's this unassuming guy Mm -hmm. yeah you 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 say okay he's a regular guy and then then he starts talking (laughs) and you sort of blindsided yeah. at, at about yeah. five minutes in and go, whoa, yeah. back. Yeah. And, and all this information, but at the same time, it's not erudite. It's not, it's not that it's, it's not professor, professorial right. as our friend Barack Obama <laughs> said. There's a name I didn't expect yeah. on direct said, line this you know, morning. He a few weeks ago said, I sometimes talk too much like a professor. Yeah. And I think he used the word professorial, gotcha. which I don't know. And if we're not going to have that. We're not going to have that. Yeah, No, it's going to be good. It's uh, Friday, Saturday, November 11 and 12. Again, it's free. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can sign up ahead of time. We've asked people in our church to sign up ahead of time. How do they do that? You can also just show up. Well, you can go to the website mm-hmm. or the app, Second Church. Dot com and sign up but seriously just show up mm-hmm. um, I've got campus ministers from Nebraska that are making the journey wow. to be a part of this uh. I've got ministry friends down by Louisville that are uh, gonna make the journey so people ask me how many will be there I have no idea mm-hmm. but there's been a lot of interest I've mm-hmm. seen a lot of people mm-hmm. say they want to be a part of it and we're just excited I look at it as kind of a gift to our church mm-hmm. and to the faith community mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. just come and you know grow in ways most people can't just pack up and move to Knoxville, Tennessee or right. Joplin, Missouri or uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. That's where you went to college, right? I did go to school so there. Most yeah. people can't do that, but you could get a taste of that sure. on this weekend. Sure. So uh, yeah. really excited about that. Where'd you go to school, Steph? Cedarville. Cedarville, in, mm-hmm. oh, in Iowa. Oh. No, Ohio. Ohio, pardon yeah. me. Yeah. Ohio, yes, very yeah. cool. Good school. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Well, hey, let's do this. Let's go to break. And when we come back, I want to dive into your uh, your hike, the Camino. And uh, there's a James in the Bible right. that has significance. Right. And I want to figure out what right. James it is because I've heard there's been some confusion. There has some confusion. In the meanwhile, Garrett, can you turn the temperature down in here a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> this is like, yeah. this is like yeah. Newhoff Media yeah. in, in Decatur yeah. used to be. Well, it's part of the weight loss plan. <laughs> so you sweat it out. So, so we Sweating have, with the oldies. It's the ambiance. Yes. The ambiance yes. for crying out <laughs> yeah. loud. Yeah. Garrett, where's your name? I've, I've written down some. Gilbert? Potential. Gilbert or Jerry or Gary <laughs> or the G-Wiz guy. The G-Wiz guy. Can you, you turn Can you turn this But down? you know what I like about Garrett? I'll see what I can do. He's got an Illini sweatshirt and a Cubs hat Yeah, but on. who could wear a He's sweatshirt? He's a man after my own heart. Crying out loud. Hey, let's do this. Let's go to break. You're listening to Direct Line. It's Thursday, October 27. We'll be right back after this.
You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty LLC. Member SIP. PC. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyds of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217 217- Two six zero five six four seven. Looking for a job that offers flexible hours, competitive pay, 401k options, and a few extra perks? This is Deanna Witzel from the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. This is Rob Witzel, area supervisor. We are hiring managers, custodians, and crew members at all locations in Covington, Danville, Oakwood, Hoopston, and Georgetown. Hourly pay for custodians and crew members is up to $13 an hour, and manager pay is up to $17 an hour. Just fill out the online application today at mchire.com or stop by any of our locations. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It's Thursday, October 27. It's Greg and Steph back together. Uh, was gone last week, and mm-hmm. Steph and Tobin did a great job filling in. But we are blessed to have with us in studio my good friend Wayne Kent. Now, Wayne, the last time you were with us, your retirement was uh, on the calendar, right? And the big day has happened. I, I, I passed it, and I'm still breathing. Yes, absolutely. And, and what a great, uh, what a great reality that was that weekend. I was able to come over yeah. for the Saturday night service. Yeah. Thanks for being but with you guys us. Did yeah. a great job. Um, how is life? Three, four months later. Well, I don't feel retired, to be honest. I just feel busy. You look refreshed. Do I? You I'm, really I'm do. I'm fresh. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Yeah. Not I'm, that you fresh. look bad before. I, I, but. As long as I'm fresh <laughs> is yeah, the key. That, yeah. I don't know. But I mean, what's it like to wake up and say, I don't have 15 things I got to do well, today Well, actually, I haven't had that experience. You haven't had that yet? Okay. No. Okay. It's quite... It's quite um, I don't know if it's impressive or, di- or distressing. One or the other. <laughs> You're still rolling. I'm still rolling because we... The war in Ukraine broke out, and it changed my plans for right. 2022 and moving forward, and has continues to have an impact upon that. So um, when I was here a few months ago, the war just started. I, right. I uh, This is back in April, I think, or right. so, when I was here after a trip to Poland. So right. we started raising money for Ukraine, and it just went from there. And so mm-hmm. we can yeah. off we went. And so I've been busy ever since. I, sp- I speaking last night. Yeah, in an effort to continue raising money for yeah. what's taking place in Ukraine. And how much have you raised? We've been very blessed. Uh, it's huge amounts of money. Huge amounts of money. I thought we might get three thousand dollars. We're at yeah. two hundred and twenty something thousand dollars. That's, that's amazing. Awesome. And more coming in. I mean, yeah. I know of another mm-hmm. church that's sending money that. 
Yeah, so it's probably going to reach a quarter of a million dollars by the time we're done. Well, let's do this. I said we were going to talk Camino. Let's actually talk Ukraine and mm-hmm. Poland first. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so you you um, made an initial trip right after the war started just to assess right. the situation, bring some initial funds. You've continued to fundraise, and you've been back. So, yeah, so initially I thought when, as the pastor at First Christian Decatur, when I was before I retired, we should send some money to some partners we knew over there mm-hmm. in Poland who were seeing refugees from the Ukrainian war show up. And I th- literally thought we might get $3,000, $4,000. But in within the first few days, the number was mm-hmm. coming up to $90,000. And I suddenly was very concerned that we'd use that huge amount of money mm-hmm. with some I don't know that you shouldn't say you shouldn't use wisdom with 3,000, but 3,000 is is one thing. Mm-hmm. But 90,000 was like, whoa, what are we going to do? So the church said, the elders of the church said, why don't you go to Poland and find out the best places to use 90,000? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the meanwhile, income keeps coming in, and now we're at 220. So uh, we had all these different congregations, Stefan, around the around the country and around Decatur, particularly, mm-hmm. saying, "We'll we want to be part of this because we'd like to do something for the Ukrainian refugees, but we don't know anybody there, if mm-hmm. you will." Right. So then I said to all these churches, "Do you want to go to Poland? I'll take you there, and you can see where your money is being used." Hmm. And so suddenly we had a group of eleven from around the country. Wow! But on your first trip? Second trip. Now. Second trip. Now we're Second trip. Okay. So we 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 sent ninety thousand. Gotcha. Then we're Money continues mm-hmm. coming in. I'll mm-hmm. take you over there, and we mm-hmm. can do a discovery trip. Gotcha. So off we went and or made the plans. And so we were from all the way almost to the top of Poland, up by the Baltic Sea. Okay. Um, actually, Leslie and I, after everybody else left, we did go on up to Gdansk, which is in the north. And then we were all the way down to the south to Helm, which is a, a city 15 miles from the Ukrainian border. Wow. Uh, so we saw the whole country. Were you afraid being that close to Ukraine or not really? No, I, I must say that. There's not really any fear. Now, having said that, there's an awareness within Poland that Kaliningrad, which is, if you could think, friends, if you could think of what Poland looks like as a square, if you will, and it sits, you know, the Gdansk is on the north side, and Russia is, you go through Ukraine to get to Russia, but on the north end of Poland, up against the Nordic countries, there's a small area of land called Kaliningrad that is actually Russia. Wow. It's owned by Russia. It's Russian citizens and it is completely wow. surrounded by by Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania and Poland and but it's Russian and has been for a long time. Oh my. So you have Russia really has two areas. Have Russia. Yeah. And then they have Kaliningrad. Like you could think of it this way. We have the lower 48 states and then we have Alaska and Hawaii. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we have two other places that are not connected to right. the rest of the landmass. That's right. what Kaliningrad is. Okay. And the Poles are very aware that a Russian missile launched from Kaliningrad from Russian territory is three three minutes away from Warsaw. Oh my goodness! So <laughs> it's I did not know that. Yeah, so wow. they are very much aware that if if things go bad, mm-hmm. they're not in a good space. If things go bad, has it been going well? I mean, well, in the I'm... sense that the Russians have not broken through any. The Russians are still in the eastern part okay. of Ukraine, gotcha. and. And from Warsaw to the to the border of Russia going east yeah. is probably close to a thousand miles. Yeah. So yeah. it's a long way away. Yeah. On the other hand, it's only two days drive right. mm-hmm. from right. there to Warsaw. Yeah. So it's not far mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if you're really gonna make some headway. But gotcha. but so 
there's this sense, yeah, but um, that th- we're in Poland and there's some concern. But there are ten thousand NATO troops okay. on the border, okay, in Poland between bo- between Poland and U- Ukraine. Okay, okay. Poland is a NATO nation, so okay. in essence, any attack of Poland mm-hmm. is an attack on NATO gotcha. and an attack on all the member nations of NATO. So one of my frustrations with just how the American media works is that, man, we heard about this every day mm-hmm. for several weeks, and it's the biggest story in the world. And then we might go now weeks right. and get very, very little. Right. The little that I'm gleaning, it sounds like Ukraine's holding their own Ukraine and even pushing no, Russia yeah. back. But I, some are saying that that's good news in a way. But Putin sounds like he's just a you know raving lunatic, and he's got more nuclear weapons mm-hmm. than anybody. W- what do you say to that? Well, you, uh, you, there's truth in absolute truth that Ukraine is in essence winning the ground war. Okay. And they are they are pushing Russia back further and further away, back to the original borders. Okay, but they're doing it at, at an incredible loss, an incredible cost to right. their own Ukrainian blood. Right. It would appear that the amount of soldiers who have been killed uh, on the Ukrainian side is significantly less than on the Russian side. Yeah. <clears throat> Having said that, you're still talking about the loss of life of in the tens of thousands. Right. Right. The potential is that there's around sixty thousand Russians who have been killed. And very unclear of how many Ukrainian soldiers have been killed. But through the use of Western technology and Western weapons, the Ukrainians are, in essence, pushing the Russians back. Having said that, it's like cornering a mad dog. Mm -hmm. The the closer and closer that dog gets to being in trouble, Mm -hmm. then the more aggressive it's going to be. And in some ways, that's what Putin has done in the last 10 days, since or the last two weeks now, since the bridge between... Russia and Crimea. Crimea is another right. is they a little that. is yeah. a little stick out point that used to be Ukraine, still is Ukraine in the eyes of the world, and Russia built this twelve mile long bridge to get mm. to Crimea, mm-hmm. and somebody blew it up. Mm. The Ukrainians have never claimed, yeah, uh, response mm-hmm. claims that. Well, they isn't did there it. a rumor that we blew it up? I mean, well, there's all kinds of rumors yeah, that are out there. Nobody knows really. They, but, they've right. got blown up, right? And um, the Russians have sort of temporarily fixed it. But that was the only way they could drive back and forth to Crimea, mm-hmm. which is in the southern part of um, Ukraine is a little jut into the Black Sea. Yeah. And and they, they invaded that in 2014 and said it's ours from now on, whereas the rest of the world said it's not. Gotcha. After the bridge got blown up, Russia went absolutely hog wild on missiles, particularly focused on the infrastructure of Ukraine, the civilian infrastructure, mm-hmm. namely electrical mm-hmm. facilities and and power facilities. So in the days moving forward, I, I don't know the exact figure now, but it's well past 50% of the Ukrainians' ability to produce electricity and heating is gone. Yeah. And that's just in the last couple of weeks. Hmm. So with that coming into the winter, mm-hmm. eastern Ukraine has no electricity, has no way to take care of people in what is a brutal winter every yeah. year. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about yeah. northern Wisconsin or mm-hmm. Saskatchewan. Right. That's right. the kind of winter mm-hmm. they get over right. there. Right. Very similar land. And so all those eastern Ukrainians who originally came to Poland went back home for the summer hoping to repair their homes to discover everything's obliterated. Back to Poland. They'll be coming back to Poland again. And so it is a situation that is ripe for struggle, ripe for all kinds of difficulty. There were probably there are, there are two hundred thousand Ukrainians in Warsaw alone. Now think about this: so the population of Warsaw is usually about two million. Yeah. You add ten percent to the mm-hmm. population in six months. Wow, 
and th- and that's not even the crisis point yet. Yeah. What's the city going to be like? Inflation is running at sixteen percent. If a heavy classroom of say thirty kids, they've added ten Ukrainians mm-hmm. to each right. of those classrooms. Right. And so the teachers are going. I've got ten kids in my class who don't speak Polish. Mm-hmm. Wow. Now. They might speak a little bit of Russian, and if a teacher is probably 45 years of age or older, they, do too. they may have spoke speak Russian too. Yeah. But that what, that doesn't you can't teach in both languages. If I mean you can, but but it slows the pace down. Sure. So there's problems in the schools. There's problems with just rent up 16 mm-hmm. percent. Yeah. Not enough space. The medical facilities. And yet I will say this: as much as there is struggle on the part of the Polish people, there. Their willingness to take in mm. people, yeah, and to just say this is the way it is. Right. World War II fits very much into the ethos of Polish thinking. Okay. They remember World War II in a way that we as Americans don't. For no other reason, our landmass was not shifted. Right. Our people in the U.S. states we were not impacted. Now it's not fair to say we lost. Was it 400,000 right. people? Right. Mm-hmm. Hawaii was attacked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. But we didn't see the devastation that Poland saw where they were just cities Wiped obliterated yeah. and 6 million Jews are killed. Right, right. In, on our, you know, right. we, Auschwitz, 1.1 million mm-hmm. people were mm-hmm. killed in Auschwitz and Birkenau right. alone just through the, so through the mechanisms and the, the effectiveness, if you will, of the Germans' yeah. industrial war machine and everything. Yeah. So... They live that, and so they have that in their thinking and in their mentality, even though it's 70 years ago. Wow. So when the Ukrainians first showed up, they opened their homes. Many of our Christian brothers and sisters mm-hmm. had a family living in a bedroom, a Ukrainian mm-hmm. family living in a bedroom wow. for three months. Yeah. And they don't speak the same language, and they don't yeah. eat the same food. Mm-hmm. The friends we talked to said the biggest concern was how do we make food that right. they enjoy, and that right. there was some difficulties there. Yeah. Let alone the language and putting kids in school, mm-hmm. and what we if if a mother arrives with three kids, the the fathers are not allowed out right. of Ukraine. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you have an adult son who's say seventeen or eighteen, eighteen year olds are not allowed out of the country, and anyone up to the age of sixty is not allowed out of the country wow. who's male. So all these women with children show mm-hmm. up, and yet they have no income. Yep. So. But they've got to take care of their little kids. Mm-hmm. So you've got the kids in school. You've got pre-Ks. So we've funded a lot of pre-K areas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're doing a lot of work for teaching children how to speak Polish as a second language. Yeah. We think of immigrants coming to the U.S. and learning English as a second language. Yeah. They're teaching Polish as mm-hmm. a second language. And ironically, the only curriculum that's available for that is one that was written by a Christian professor in one of the local universities. And wow. The government has sponsored all of that. Really, it's the Christians who are providing frontline care yeah. to a very, very desperate situation. You know, Steph, the names are different, but what he is sharing is almost exactly what I saw in Lebanon. Right. Of right. course it is. It's yeah. the Christians mm-hmm. that are stepping in hmm. and helping the Syrian refugees. Hmm. And, you know, we quoted that scripture Sunday in church uh, of Jesus in Luke 12, to he who's been given much— mm-hmm much more will be expected. And I hear this, and it warms my heart. So here's the question. Are you headed back at some point? So uh, in retirement, Mm -hmm. I thought I would be working with churches a lot in the U.S., which I'm open for that. But frankly, the the evangelical church in Poland has said, will you come back? Now, Mm -hmm. so you have two situations in Poland that I think we're going to address. One is the Ukrainian refugee situation. Then they're asking me specifically and Leslie, my wife, to say, how did you take from a first Christian church from a small church to a, essentially yeah. a very large church? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And are there are there um, principles or practices? Mm-hmm. Are there policies? Are there 
approaches that are not American centric, yeah. but that we could translate into mm-hmm. Polish, mm-hmm. Yeah. Polish yeah. culture. Yeah. And that's pro- what we'll be doing. So okay. yeah, I've, it'll probably be, you know, winter's coming, but I imagine springtime, springtime will be back again. If you go back with multiple people, Steph, you ought to jump in, be yeah. a part of that trip. That would be awesome. Well, yeah. Wouldn't it be cool to go yeah, to Poland really and would. see what would yeah. be happening? Yeah. You know? yeah. So we've yeah. got two issues involved now. Yeah. Yeah. Originally it was just the Ukrainians, but now the, tr- yeah. the church. So we worked in Poland in the 80s. Right. Right, and so suddenly all these contexts, contacts, yeah. mm-hmm. and contexts yeah. from thirty-five years ago, yeah. are coming into play. And when we, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, one of the things you uh, experienced on the Camino was connection yes. with poles that uh, goes back to your time there in yeah. the eighties. Mm-hmm. So we'll mm-hmm. talk about that. You're listening to Direct Line. It's Greg and Steph with Wayne Ken. It's Thursday, October twenty-seven, and we'll be right back after this. Looking for a job that offers flexible hours, competitive pay. 401k options and a few extra perks this is deanna witzel from the witzel family mcdonald's and we are hiring this is rob witzel area supervisor we are hiring managers custodians and crew members at all locations in covington danville oakwood hoopston and georgetown hourly pay for custodians and crew members is up to 13 dollars an hour and manager pay is up to 17 dollars an hour just fill out the online application today at mchire.com or stop by any of our locations You know it's easy to make promises. The hard thing is keeping them. Sunset promises to carry your load at a most difficult time. To the communities they serve, they promise to be there for your children, your churches, and your organizations. Sunset promises to help our veterans. They will support them with the same level of commitment these veterans had as soldiers defending our freedom. I'm Judy Fraser, and if you're looking for a family that keeps their promises, I would suggest you make just one phone call. Sunset Funeral Homes and Cremation Centers. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It's Greg and Steph on Thursday, October 27. Wayne Kent, my buddy from Decatur, is in studio. And uh, Wayne, I want to transition our talk. You were able to do something that I am incredibly jealous of. <laughs> you and I have talked about the Camino de Santiago. And uh, I know there are most of the people that are listening have no idea what right. that is. What is it? And what was your experience? Well, Greg and Steph, this was um, it's it's a pilgrimage that goes ac- a, a walking hiking pilgrimage that goes across Spain. The um, the trail is some uh, twelve hundred years old. Wow. So people, that's an old trail, baby. That's an old trail. It's pretty worn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and literally every year, thousands of people walk this spiritual pilgrimage. There are two. There are a multiple different caminos in Spain, but two right. primary what does ones. Camino stand for. Walk. Walk. Okay. Yeah, that means right. walk. Okay. So, and the, or path. Okay. Okay. So one comes from France a, across the Pyrenees in across the northern part of Spain, um, up against close to the, close again, up against what would be the Baltic Sea and, uh-huh. the, and uh-huh. the, the channel and coming into the North Sea. So it's, but it's, it's far enough south. There's no sea breezes. It's probably 60, 70 miles south of the coast. Yeah. And there's a second one that starts down uh, in Lisbon, Portugal, and comes up literally up against the Atlantic coast, and that's the one I took. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and uh, so I walked probably between the Camino and then walking everywhere else because no, I have no transportation, mm-hmm. probably close to 200 miles in 10 days. Wow. Um, and it's tied to a guy by the name of James yeah, so, that many have heard of. Right. So, so James, uh, they believe... Uh, Church historians and church, the church story is that James Zebedee 
one of the first disciples that Jesus had. Jesus right. shows up and says to right. Peter, Peter, and James, John, and John. Mm-hmm. Peter, James, yep. and John, yep. come follow yep. me. Church history. Now, I don't know how accurate it is on this. Right. Would be that he died. He, that he worked in in Spain. He died somewhere outside of Spain, and they got his bones and put him in a small coffin afterwards. After his death, after he'd been, they reburied him up in a in a in a city in the northwest part of Spain called Santiago, and it's a beautiful place. And they built a cathedral around it. They, whoever yeah. they is, right, mm-hmm. right. They long showed, time ago. Long time ago. And so you can go and see this coffin, which is about the size. Was, it's a small coffin. So it's, yeah. when they got his bones, his, <laughs> he had deteriorated just right. a wee bit. You think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little shorter. Yeah, than- <laughs> yeah. yeah. So they literally brought, had him come on a ship, and they mm-hmm. built this place around him. And it's, so it's called the Way of St. James. Okay. So and, that's like the final place where you get to. So, so the goal things? is to get to, to, the, to okay. the cathedral. Santiago. Okay. Santiago okay. Compostela de Santiago. Okay. And um, so I walked it. I, I you did this all by yourself. I did it all by myself. Okay. And um, the total walk, if you want to start in France or way down south, it's a it's a five hundred mile walk. Wow! Now, who are we kidding? Yeah. <laughs> How old are you? I'm sixty four years old, and okay. frankly, but you're have, in good shape. I'm in good shape, and I practiced, and I was ready for this. And if I had to walk, yeah, but it takes thirty five days right. to walk five hundred yeah. miles. So, spoiler alert. Four years ago, you started talking about this to me. Right. And I was talking about doing a, I was still at Clinton at this time, okay. and maybe five years ago. I yeah, can't remember what it was, but a long time ago. And I was talking about trying to do a mini sabbatical of mm-hmm. some sort and mm-hmm. do it with you. Right. And we were talking about doing it together, carrying our packs, right. staying in hostels, okay. and then life changed. Yeah. So, yeah. That, that so happen, then, but. and I was, I'm, I'm still up for the 500 mile yeah. thing. Yeah. But who are we kidding? Yeah. That's a 35, that's a seven week run. Right. And right. who, I, no matter, right. even if I'm retired, I'd have to li- have a different setting of life mm-hmm. right. than to find right. seven weeks by yourself. Yeah. I, I'm married to a lovely lady, yeah. Yeah. and that's a long time to be right. gone. Right. So so I took a sh- – to, to actually officially say you've walked the community, you have to walk at least the last 100 miles in. Okay. okay. And so I did that. Okay. Mm-hmm. And more. Okay. I went – if you could think about, friends, if you could think about how Spain and Portugal f- fill this square block – yeah, and, and off the Mediterranean, and Portugal runs up along the side of it. Yeah. I went up, right up against the border of Spain and Portugal yeah. on the Atlantic coast. Yeah. So and, I want to know how many pair of shoes. Well, I took two pair of shoes because mm-hmm. one of the main things that one of the reasons I chose not to stay in a hostel was for the sake of my feet. Okay. Plus, <laughs> I just need to hear all those people snoring. Right. <laughs> Get some privacy. I get it, man. I get it. Yeah, it's money well spent. Was, is what I would so, say. Yeah, I, I'll tell you how much it costs. Yeah, to, yeah. for for me to stay in a hotel. Yeah, and have the right transportation right. and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, cost me two thousand dollars. Yeah, money would, well spent for two is weeks. What I would tell you, that's which not is bad. I, that's what I thought. That's not that's, bad at all. That includes morning breakfasts yeah. and. It's yeah. remarkable. Yeah. It was remarkable. Yeah. So that was worth it. Yeah. And they mapped out where I was going to walk mm-hmm. every day. Now, I walked the Camino would normally be um, two to three miles in from the coast. Yeah. I chose not, for the first three days when I was right up against the coast, I said, I'm not walking the Camino. Mm-hmm. I'm actually going to go out and walk the beach line. Mm-hmm. And I did that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Created your own trail. Created my own trail. But that. once we once I got to a, this lovely city called Vigo, which is um, halfway up the coast, uh, by that point, you had I had to come mm-hmm. inland, mm-hmm. Yeah. and mm-hmm. I followed the Camino mm-hmm. the rest of the way. Now, having said that, there were lots of Camino signs along the... I just 
looked on GPS on my phone and said, okay, yeah. here's a road. I'm going to walk down that road. So mm -hmm. yeah. the Camino walk, you, you, if with the parts I didn't follow, the parts I did follow, you're walk, sometimes walking literally through neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and then sometimes you're walking through forests. And are there other people walking at the, the same time? For the first few days, I mean, you don't see a lot of people, but the closer and closer okay. you get to Santiago, the different paths are beginning to convert. Gotcha. So the first few days, I would have seen maybe five to ten people walking. Yeah, yeah. But by the time you get to, in the last three days, a lot of people. there's a lot of people. So yeah. people that live there in the area, they know what you guys, all, they know what you're it's doing. It's an industry for okay. them. Okay, yeah. okay. Because you're stopping, you're buying, right. you're buying yeah. drinks. And are, right. it's safe? You know, I never I mean, ever considered that it wasn't safe. Yeah, that's I, awesome. It real and it was one of those life experiences I I'll never forget. Yeah, I don't know that I need to do it again mm -hmm. by myself in that yeah. setting. Mm -hmm. No, yeah. if if the right opportunity came along and the right and, and I'd go tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, I have thought I would love yeah. to do it. So we have I have four grandkids. Mm -hmm. Two of them are little guys who are yeah. six years mm -hmm. old, six years old. Yeah, and I'm thinking when they're 11 and before I'm 70, yeah. I'd love to do hmm. at least a portion of what I did again Why? with them. What do you learn? What, I mean, what is, what do it's you just gain to from it? It's just things to see, and you. It's such beautiful, beautifully beautiful. So it's not scenery. necessarily a spiritual thing. Well, for me I it mean, was. So, okay. so Steph, I my goal was I've been in ministry since I was 19 years okay. old, and that's a lot of talking. Yeah, I've been on stage. I've yep. been on the radio, yep. in thousands of different settings. Mm -hmm. And it really was, if I'm going to retire and see what the next chapter of life is, mm -hmm. I should probably be quiet for a while. Yeah. Okay. Scripture yeah. says to be still right. and know that I'm God. That's and right. and so it was really a spiritual experience okay. for me to be still. As a matter of fact, candidly, I took my headphones thinking, I'll listen to some music. Mm -hmm. I'll probably get all the way through the New Testament twice. Yeah. No. Do you know what? This is very unspiritual. It sounds like at first glance. I didn't listen to any scripture. I didn't listen to any When I get it. Mm -hmm. Now, I, I would do it. devotions and prayer in the morning yeah. and do scripture that way. So that's sort of routine. Mm -hmm. But in terms of being on the trail and being this, you know, listening a lot, I, I didn't have time for it. Mm -hmm. yeah. It was so clear that I was to be quiet and be still. Mm -hmm. I love that. And just walk. People would come. Mm -hmm. up, so there's people walking and the practice is you're supposed to say, bien camino, good walk. And then you would walk with them. The practice mm -hmm. is you're supposed to walk with them for an hour or so. And I just didn't. Yeah. I just didn't want to talk to people. I, mm -hmm. I had mm -hmm. one group that I talked to, uh, but apart from that, yep. people mm -hmm. would come and say, Bien Camino, hmm. and I'd say, where are you from? Where are you from? And they're from all around the world. Well, can't you do that in the United States? I mean, could you could you do the same thing? Of but course you can. Of course <laughs> you can. But there the was just this, yeah. maybe this um, romance mm -hmm. of trying well, to do another mm -hmm. nation. Mm -hmm. I don't speak any Spanish other mm -hmm. than... This sounds stupid. <laughs> I don't speak any Hola. Spanish other than what I've learned yeah, in Mexican yeah. restaurants. Uh -huh. yeah. That, yeah. That's yeah. that's awful. Yeah. I didn't grow up in the U.S., yeah. so I didn't. Yeah. We didn't. Yeah. So I think there's something cool about the idea that for 1,200 years, pilgrims yeah. have right. been coming right. and doing this, and you're you're a part of history. Yeah, and, and you, there's a part this, of that. There's this adventure and this communication with God. Okay, mm. I got to get from here to right. here today. Right. And I don't know how I'm going to go there, yeah. and I don't know exactly yeah. what it's going to look like. Yeah, and it, it's not just a metaphor of Christian spirituality, mm -hmm. but right, I got to do this today. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so there was. Hmm. So go back to two pairs. I took two pairs of shoes. Okay, that's a that's a long answer to your question. <laughs> <laughs> how many pair of underwear? A lot of good stuff in between. Yeah, and I would switch out daily. And I had this. 
I, I did all kinds of reading and sort of mm -hmm. developed a protocol because I didn't want to get blisters. Sure. Right. And so it's it's anywhere from 12 to 18 miles per day on the trail. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which, hmm. eight, I'm going to walk 18 miles today? Fine. Yeah. Yeah. But most of it. us could do that. It, right. But then the next day right. you're going to do it again. Right. Yeah. And then the day after that and the day after well, that. Well, I would say most of us could not do that. Right. I would say that there are people that can do it, but um, it'd be a great world if most of us could walk. <laughs> Did you have any health today. issues Seriously. at all or on the way? Or? Uh, I got sick one night. Okay. I think I ate something that wasn't yeah. right. Mm -hmm. And yeah. shall we just say, yeah. I, I, gotcha. I tossed and turned all night in the bed until <laughs> yeah. seven o'clock. Yeah. And finally, everything visited me gotcha. again. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Well, you're lucky that that's <laughs> only and, once. And I walked. Yeah. I thought yeah. I got to get up. I got to yeah. walk. Right. And I yeah. had cramps, cramps, yeah. cramps. Aww. And then I threw up yeah. at seven o'clock. Yeah. And all the other stuff. Mm -hmm. And then you felt better. I'm still cramping. No, oh, I was no. still cramping. Oh, wow. I was still cramping. I thought I got to get. I put yeah. my gear on. It was raining that day. Oh wow. Oh, wow. I'm wearing a poncho. Yeah. I'm cramping, and yeah. I've just done all that in the bathroom, my yeah. own private bathroom, yeah. not in a hostel Aren't bathroom. Aren't you glad you weren't in a hostel? In that situation. And about three hours later, it sort of pa not yeah. passed. But <laughs> no pun of, intended. Yeah. yeah, it just left me, and yeah. so I was like, "Okay, I'm yeah. I'm fine again now." Hmm. But those three hours were probably the mm -hmm. most difficult three. Wow. Steph, there's a movie I want you to watch. Okay. It's called The Way. All right. Martin Sheen mm -hmm. stars in it, and it's the story. Uh, and I'm assuming it's a fictional story. I don't really know if that's a true no story idea. or not, but it gives you up close and personal the Camino. I won't give it all away, but he experienced a tragedy mm -hmm. and. In trying to find himself, mm -hmm. he went to Spain. I think he went to France, actually, in this yeah, and ended he, up in yeah. Spain. But mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. a great... I, I really enjoyed it. I will take I it home it. and watch yeah? it. Okay. If I can yeah, find my it's DVD sort of I was going to say, do you still have a DVD player? <laughs> I don't know if I, I still know. have one or not. But yeah, it's good So stuff, it was a great so. experience. Yeah. I would love to do it again, yeah. per se. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The challenge of getting ready, it took mm -hmm. me a year and a half, basically, to make certain I was ready to walk 12 to 18 miles a day. Yeah. And... um and not to, to not get any blisters, I had this protocol I developed yeah. and, or I read about, and it worked. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It worked, mm -hmm. but it, it, you you spend a good hour a day taking care of your feet. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Well, let's do this. We're going to go to break. When we come back, I don't want to talk about your trip. I want to talk about some things that are happening in our world, mm -hmm. uh, one of which is a little scary uh, yeah. for those who live near the Springfield, Illinois area, <laughs> one of which I just don't know what to even say that's hmm. happening in the world of high school sports. Mm -hmm. You're listening to Direct Line. It's Greg and Steph with my friend Wayne Kent, and we'll be right back after this. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty LLC. Member SI. IPC. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyd's of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217 260-5647. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. 
Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. Hi, I'm Linda Darby, and I'm part of the third generation of Darbys to own Sunset Funeral Home in Memorial Park. Since the 1960s, our family has been proud to serve Vermillion County by providing unmatched dedication and personalized service to families. And I'm Ross Darby. I'm part of the fourth generation in our family business. I want to introduce you to Hall of Fame plaques and signs. We promise to provide you with the same level of service at our sign shop that you've grown accustomed to at our funeral homes and cemetery. With a name like Hall of Fame, it's going to be great! You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It is Thursday, October 27. Greg and Steph back together with our buddy Wayne Kent in studio. And Steph, we couldn't do Direct Line without our awesome sponsors. Who are we saying thank you to? Well, we're thankful for Dean and Gina Crandall with Morgan Stanley, the team at Hans Tank Wash, the Darby family with Sunset Funeral Home, Don and Deanna Witzel with McDonald's, Chris and Daisha Robinson with Robinson Chiropractic, and Bill and Mary Lou Knight with Lakewood Insurance. So I am a maniac Rich Mullins fan. Yes, you are. I love Rich yeah. Mullins' music. Yeah. He is definitely my favorite musician. He's been gone for 25 years this right. fall, right. and we're doing a special event the same weekend as Old Testament University. Right. Talk Talk about the Rich Mullins tribute event. Sunday night, uh, that evening, 6 o'clock, I believe. November 13th. November 13th. Yeah, we're just having some, just people who love Rich Mullins music, um, they're going to participate. Oh, boy, here we go. Play it. Well, that's a great song. That's his first song. That's the hit. Sing your praise to the Lord. Let me tell you, this, this is remarkable music. Yeah, yeah. As a musician. As a pianist. What he did with that yeah. is remarkable. Whoever the arranger was, right. what they did, took this pop song that he wrote and did this huge orchestral stuff mm. with it. Yep. Mm. And and in the middle of it, they've got this section, yeah. this, this really, really long bridge yep. mm. that is just orchestrally. Mm. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's coming. It's coming. Anyways. Now, is that. that something that would play today in a modern worship setting or not? We couldn't do it. Okay. We don't have, very few of our churches have the ability to do this. To do something like that. Because okay. it's too complex. Oh, yeah. But they have multi-tracks, so. There you Maybe. go. <laughs> there you go. You just got an eye roll from yeah. the from well, the musician. Well, remember, Kent, that, so. I mean, there's probably yeah. 100 musicians right. on that recording. Sure. And, sure. and they did do multi-tracks. Yeah. But that was right his breakthrough. He mm. wrote it, and I, I don't know if he sold it or what, but Amy Grant mm. is the one that actually recorded it just mm. when she was starting to take off. But um, Well, I hear that you're actually singing, Greg. Well, you so shouldn't have said I that. That's going to keep people away. No. Yeah. I think wait, it wait. might draw people. I'm singing my favorite Rich Mullins song. Dude, I've known you for how many years, and yeah. I've never heard you sing. Yeah, well, um, you'll have to come that night. I hear him every Sunday morning yeah. off to my right yeah. when I'm, I'm, pretty loud. I'm at the piano. I can yeah. hear him, but I'm excited that you're going to actually grab a microphone well, and sing. Well, I, I love the song If I Stand. I okay. think it's the best song you ever wrote. Okay. And I think, pitch? Yeah. I don't know if he can sing on pitch. Uh, probably but they not. Have, well, they have waves, pitch corrector. We can. Yeah. I'm not using on. any of that. <laughs> I'm not using any of the waves come or the correctors. I'm, I'm getting you, up just and I'm letting it, it roll. That's right. you, is the band going to play for you? I have no idea. Yes, there's going to be a small It's really just a piano song, though. If I Stand is just need a band. You need a we band. Have, we'll have drums. We'll have bass. You won't be able to stay on, on in tempo if he doesn't have a band. Well, then but you need to come over and you need to Sunday, help him. Sunday, November oh, 13th. You could play piano for me. You'd love that oh song. God. 
If I stay in, yeah. Come on, But Miles Clark's going to be with us. He's going to sing. uh, Bean has actually performed a couple songs. I shouldn't say performed. Shared a couple songs during worship. And he's going to reprise those. What are you doing? Um, no, I remember? have that one in my head. Okay. Oh, uh, well, Bean's doing it's Love of uh, God. It's one of, I can't remember. And there's bound to come some trouble. Yeah. Tegan's going to do a couple. Tegan's going to do a couple. Uh, Miles is doing Elijah, which is just a great song yeah. that he wrote. So it's going to be what good What a stuff. tragic story. What a sad oh, story that he lost his life. Yep. You, know, you realize he would be 66. Hmm. He died at 41, hmm. 25 years ago. He's older than you. I mean, just can't think about that. I know. That. I know. <laughs> There's someone that's older than you, buddy. That's my second for crying out loud this hour, dude. Well, you know, I'm here to humble. You know, I'm here to (laughs) keep you in your place. But, um, (laughs) hey, I want to do a total shift right now. We've only got a couple minutes left of radio. But um, there was a story that broke. Maybe it broke yesterday. I saw it this morning. But a mountain lion has made its way from western Nebraska and has been sighted, and uh, there's some sort of a tracking system located in Springfield, Illinois. Yeah. So about yikes. three blocks from Westside Christian Church. So here's the deal. Uh, yeah. It's a male mountain lion that they put a, put a beacon on, put a, put a tracker yeah. on, because mm-hmm. they want to track where these things are. Yeah. One was killed up in northern, ran, run over by a, a vehicle hmm. wow. in northern Illinois earlier on in the last 10 days or so. Hmm. But this one w- was from Nebraska. It's looking for a mate, obviously. Yeah. yeah. That's a long Should have went to, north, not east, that's is what I would say. a long way to go f- to look for a missus. <laughs> yeah. as well, well, I don't know that you're going to find a Mrs. Mountain Lion. I don't think the picking's going to be so, very, uh, very strong. Steph, how old are your kids? Uh, twenty five, okay, twenty six, so, okay. about Garrett's age. Okay, so I've got I've got six year old grandchildren, yeah, three, three yeah. of them, and a little three year old. Yeah, and it's nothing for them to go out in the backyard and play. Right, right. and they've right. got right. some woods down yeah. behind their house. Mm-mm, yeah, not now. Would you let your Would no. you let your kid go out? You know, well, go outside and play. Absolutely go, no. no. Absolutely not. I just thought it was stunning. That... Are they going to? I mean, are they going to try to get it back to Nebraska? Or? No, they, no, they don't want anybody to touch it. Just, they want to okay. see where it goes. Where yeah. it goes. Well, you know, wasn't there An a case huh? where there was a bear journeying south when you and I were doing radio together, and it was sighted in Illinois? A black mm. bear was heading south mm. for some reason, and they were kind of tracking it, and it was hit by a car and mm. killed in Missouri. Again, so, I want to know who they is. Yeah, true. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> well, I hear the, you. Yeah. The Department of Natural Resources has come out from Illinois and said, do not touch this right. lion. Mm-hmm. Right. What well, do you think? <laughs> <laughs> so that would be the, the <laughs> obvious <laughs> news story of the day, right? The who, obvious who writes news story. this stuff? Well, they probably yeah. don't want someone to, to shoot it either. Right. Right. I mean, right. do not interfere do, with yeah, the lion. Go. I don't want to go. I got to oh, live my uh, life, though, right? Yeah. <sighs> right? I, I just want to go. Who hamburgers to cook out on the grill or something tonight? Well, well you know, last week my that. daughter and I hiked a mountain in right. Tennessee, and right. it was a long journey. It was an eighteen-mile round tripper, right. and uh, it was twenty degrees when yeah. we started. Lots of snow and ice. And she said, "Dad, do you think we're going to see a black bear?" And I said, "I think the black bears are all done. When the snow starts flying and the ice is uh, forming, I think they are." Uh, all done. Seems so like, the reason is that I, early though for ice oh, and snow yeah. down there. I we mean, were, were they ready to hibernate yet? We were not, not expecting that. Let me oh, tell I don't you. think the I don't think the bears are done. Yeah. I disagree with you, yeah. Steph. You I asked if, I if I, why I didn't do some walk here in the U.S. Yeah. because the walk <laughs> that people always think about is the um, Lions Appalachian and Trail, and right? The Appalachian yeah. Trail. And I don't want to. I, I am yeah. not interested in meeting a bear. Right. Well, Chris Robinson, one of our sponsors, just did some big walk. He did a river to river walk from Indiana to Missouri through Illinois. I walked to my mailbox. 
talk <laughs> and back. I need to get into gear here with yes, you guys. Yes. Oh, gosh. So, anyway. Hey, real quick, one last story. I don't know if you saw mm-hmm. this or not, but a high school volleyball player yeah. was seriously injured. Mm-hmm. A concussion and, with yeah. lasting uh, impact mm-hmm. in Cherokee, North Carolina. I was in Cherokee, North Carolina last week. Hmm. A uh, biological male, transgender mm-hmm. female, was playing for the opposing team, right. and they have video of this, mm-hmm. and hit her so hard it knocked her out, mm-hmm. and weeks later, she is still dealing with serious uh, mm-hmm. repercussions. Right. Uh, when's the craziness stop? When, when do we say, in the world of athletics, this has got to stop? Wayne, what do you think? Well, let me start with a caveat, if I may. Of course. You play sports. Right. The potential of being knocked out is... sure is there regardless of whether sure. or not you're playing male versus female. Sure. So the potential is that a, a, a young girl playing, a teenager playing volleyball against, you know, another sc- female another, another could female get hurt. Could right. get hurt just right. as easily. Right. Uh, there is a difference, though, in the strength yeah. of viability. They estimate the hit was 70 miles an hour. Can you imagine, take your, can you imagine one of your grandchildren no. taking a shot to the face, a volleyball, by a boy, a man, a young teen, 70 miles an hour. No. I just think it's just lunacy. I think. Well, and, I think that's the that's the, And it's anti-woman, I think. That's you know? what I don't understand. The Title yeah. Title 10 is Title, title 9, 9 Title 9, 9 stuff yeah. about we were working to get women yeah. and girls involved in sports and yeah. now we're Isn't it really anti-woman? Mm-hmm. I mean, I just I don't get it. it seems I really to me know. that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. hopefully uh common sense will begin it to reign. It doesn't make sense to me. It, I know. It, it seems ludicrous. I know. Now, I know that people would disagree but I it, Apart from the theological ramifications right, and right. people being made, I mean, we're made in the image of God. Right. And The Imago Dei. And, We've heard that a lot lately at Second and, Church of Christ. And there's something about messing with that. I don't yeah. know where the line is, right? but we've certainly crossed it. Look up Genesis one twenty-seven. What's it say? Um, we were created in the image of God. In the image male. of God, he created us male, male and, and female. female right. He created them. Well, hey, yeah. we are out of time. Just like that? Just like we that. We should do a two-hour show. Ga- Garrett or Gilbert, whatever, is, is uh, nodding away. So. I've got all his names. Yeah. <laughs> Garrett, you want to hear them? Garrett, Gilbert, Jerry, Gary, or the G-Wiz guy. There you go. There you go. Thanks for playing along. That, no problem. Good stuff. Well, hey, uh, on the good news segment on the way out the door, I attended a funeral yesterday for one of my first elders. Steve Jordan died tragically in Mawequa. Um, he was one of the guys when I was actually wondering, do I want to do this ministry mm-hmm. thing long term mm-hmm. that encouraged me? Steve never preached a sermon, although in a lot of ways, the way he lived his life was a sermon. And mm-hmm. uh, the funeral service was full of tears, mm-hmm. but there was a lot of laughing. There was a lot of mm-hmm. encouragement. And it's a reminder one life can make a huge difference. So mm-hmm. Steve Jordan, my friend, well done. Good and faithful servant. Thank you for being the man that you are. On behalf of Wayne Kent and my friend Stephanie, this is Greg saying so long. We'll see you next week on Direct Line.